Hello, mother funkers. Hello, you muddy funsters. Shirley is coughing, but it is. It's. <coughs> is it getting better? We don't know. We've been on antibiotics. Um, I'm on Beecham's. I'm on everything. But I, I think, yeah, I, I think my body's holding on to this. Good. Okay. Yeah. Not long now, not long. So we went to Madonna. We did. We went to Madonna. And we've got we've got mixed feelings. We've got mixed feelings. Okay, what would you say? So it was Madonna's last night in London. What would you say were the highlights and lowlights? Can I just firstly say that part of the reason we ended up going to Madonna was because of the chorus of, let's say, majority gay men telling us this is the best thing you will ever have seen in your life. You must, you must, you must. So not much change from £400 a ticket. We bought up and we went. We went. Highlights. Highlights were, has, I, I enjoyed her children being on stage and watching their talents yeah. because they are really talented. So she has to... four um, adopted children and three of them were on stage. Yeah. N- the biological children did not show up. <laughs> yeah, they, they gave their mother a wide berth, no pun. Um, and I would just love to have heard the conversations going on as she delegated. And were, were they willingly performing or were they coerced? I don't know. But I have to say that the children we did see were extremely talented. One played the piano, one was playing the guitar, and the other one, who was the youngest... DJing was just funky. DJing. She was 11, but she looked about seven. She was in a beautiful black and gold unitard with heels and dreads. She looked amazing. She was also dancing. And so it was... And I was a bit nervous, I have to say, because Madonna's still up to her same old tricks of sort of um, getting off with um, underage girls. And I was really scared at one stage that she was going to start flashing her daughter. I thought, just leave them alone. Leave them no, alone. she knew. She knew. But there was a lot of snogging underneath netting, which I could have done without. It was funny for a moment, and then they sort of go, "What are they up to on stage?" <laughs> they are just lots of them, just sort of. And uh, there were lots of boobs out, which I actually thought was quite fun. That was nice. The androgynous sort of um, topless dancers. Yeah, so they just had sort of khaki pants, car- cargo pants. <laughs> With their boobs out, and then they sort of, I don't know. Started making out with Madonna. And I just, again, well, you know, is it just, it's part, is it in the contract? How, are they willing participants? Or is it a bit grubby now that she's in her 70s? I don't know, I don't know. She's not quite in her 70s. Shirley keeps, she goes, look at her, not bad for 75. She is actually 68. Listen, I, like you, I really enjoyed the kids. I really enjoyed Vogue. I thought it was playful and fun. And there was a drag queen there called Bob the Drag Queen, who was dressed like Marie Antoinette. He was probably a good 10 foot taller than me. Yeah. He was. I think he was on stilts. He was on stilts. He was brilliant. And he started the show. And she had these people like avatars almost that kept playing her. So she had this person who was her avatar, very strange, sort of beige tight over the face with with the Madonna wig. She said, this is me sort of like 40 years ago or 50 years ago. And then she started making out with her. And I, you know, it's fine. fine. Again, (laughs) <laughs> it's there's a it's a lot of confusion there are a few themes that I so yeah they're the bits I really enjoy I enjoyed Vogue I enjoyed her children I enjoyed seeing her and I thought she looked really fit and well what I didn't like was the fact that she um, gave a nod well there was a whole section with Michael Jackson so she sort of merged like a virgin with Billie Jean and had lots and lots of footage of yeah, her and MJ loads of footage of them possibly again making out you know did they have a romantic time together were they just very good friends were they companions who knows it's just, it was everywhere and um, they had the silhouette of the old Madonna and Michael Jackson dancing mm. to Billie Jean. She did not get the memo. <laughs> um, I think she got the memo and doesn't give an F. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the problem. I think she's doing it to be provocative. And then in the middle of this sort of sequence, I start having a conversation with um, one of our friends just saying, I suppose if you were really close friends with some someone and some information did, um, you know, 
surface about them would you stop being friends with them would you support them maybe that's what and then he starts saying yeah and to be honest you know he never really got convicted because he was I get all right let's not get silly about it I I, I, I'm not saying that I think he's innocent I'm just saying would you still support a very dear friend once having heard some sort of it's difficult to know it's difficult and how do you for me how do you separate the artist and the music because I still every time Billie Jean's on I still do yes you start moving you start moving Mm. but you just mustn't Mm. you've got to keep Mm. rigor mortis at all times it's really hard but that's the one thing and I also found it very difficult that what I could do without was a sort of mocking of the Catholic Church and the fire on stage I I found that difficult so I knew Shirley would find the mocking of the Catholic Church difficult she's always done it she dresses up as Virgin Mary and then starts you know masturbating across but fine that's madonna we love her for it but there's this other section because you know she the thing is about madonna and every time she did she fancies herself as a bit of an actor doesn't yeah, she loves it. we all know that she's not the best no. but she would constantly get into character and start like and she was always the victim in all of her scenes she's always the but what do you mean leave me alone i'm just being really sexual with all these underage people and um you know she loves it so you know she rolled out evita but um, there was this section, because it was all like sort of scenes and sections, of she sets the fire on stage. And it really and was a fire. I was of, a bit nervous about the health and safety, but anyway. Yeah, I know. I know you do wonder, and then you go, no, they know what they're doing, inshallah. Um, she sets the fire on stage, and then these sort of Bedouin-type characters emerge from the fire carrying bodies. And I just was completely triggered, because that's all I'm seeing yeah. on my screens at the moment. This is happening in Gaza. And and I just thought, oh my gosh. But obviously, this was written and created before then. But I'm just thinking, man, this woman is looped de loop. <laughs> and, and, and a lot of her <laughs> themes were like, you know, it would come up in um, neon lights, uh, you know, don't give a fuck, fear, no fear. And that's kind of her attitude isn't it to everything I don't give a fuck I do yeah. what I want she's it's what she's always done it's it's what we love her for but yes as I get but maybe it's my age or I don't know and I just like oh Madonna what are you doing yeah I have to say I could have done without that section and there was one earnest speech which I you know I me mean, I don't really like earnest speeches but I did think it was quite powerful to say if women were in charge yeah listen yeah if I've heard it once I've heard it absolutely but I hear that she's changed up her parole since the tour so I think she's changed it up I think she was very I think she was yeah. quite pro-Israeli um that's what that's what I've heard from a friend of mine before but now she's kept it quite neutral because I realized that you know yeah, she, she has to be balanced so mixed emotions mixed emotions I don't think it was I was saying to Shirley I've been perving on her Blonde Ambition tour video from 1990 where she was 32 and looked fantastic she was in her prime and I just love what I love about that so much is I feel that all of the set list really merged into each other very well. It was very fluid because as Shelley and I know, it's really, running order is really important. And I felt that her costume changes were better then. The choreography was much stronger. She had less high-tech stuff, but at the same time, it was more, you saw more of her. Mm. But then I suppose at the same time, to be fair to her, she is nearly 70. Yeah. And she nearly did <laughs> There's die. There's no question. She did an amazing performance. She did. She, she pulled out loads of tricks and she gave us a show. She did. And she was on the whole, she really was. On. On changing weaves, changing outfits and just moving the whole time. I don't know. I have to say that silver unitard that she wore, I don't understand why you haven't got one yourself. I knew it. I said, I said. It's that a really funky of, silver unitard. Yeah, it's a... Uh, it goes over her hands and feet. Yeah, it's, it's really funky. Glitzy. I know I'd like one. I think you should get one. Maybe she had you should those Lady Santa. Lucian glasses on. Yeah, I think it was brilliant. But listen, it was really good that we saw it. But I don't think I, I don't think it was as fantastic as what we thought it would be. Is that correct? Yes, Is that fair to I say? I would say that. 
I would say that. And listen, I still enjoy the venues where where I happened upon um, Catatonia in a pub in Exeter. And I was right at the front. There was only about 15 of us. And if all you've got to do... And we just, just had a whole, all the whole <laughs> album. And it was just like, that's the sort of concert I like. These venues are humongous. Listen, maybe we should write to Madonna and say, Dear Madge, we thought you did quite a good job. However, do you mind doing a quick sort of private viewing? For the Shirley, down the down the few extra, yeah, down the fish and whistle, down the fish and whistle, Lucian Way, twenty twenty four. I've just been to my son's nativity, Mm. and oh, just tragic. Did you cry? Tragic? No, absolutely not. I'm serious. So they've had a few performances because you know, got to get all the all the mums in and the dads and the carers um so we this was the last performance and all we're hearing from the other two performances people are contacting us to tell us how amazing he is they go seriously stand out and he he doesn't really like to perform he does privately but not in front of an audience so i was a bit surprised angel gabriel the role of so he's in charge of all the angels and has lines now He's got an obsession about being first in the queue. So we always have to be first in the queue when we go to school for pickup, everything. And that includes the nativity. So when he saw us four rows back, a cloud went over him and the tears welled at fury and tears. And he just he just put both thumbs down like that and then thumb in mouth, refused to sing, refused to participate. He went up, didn't say his line, just sucked his thumb and... My willing partner was so upset and so furious. I just, I was just like holding her going, just let it go, just let it go. It, who cares? Who cares? She was, she's one of those parents and he was beckoning her over and she goes, I've got nowhere to go. And then I should have come earlier. I'm always the first in the queue. I don't know how this happened. And I'm trying to blame it on me. I guess it's got nothing to do with me. Anyway, so in short, it was disastrous. I mean, those things are unbearable at the best of times. Once you get it's over impressive the, the that he decided to put his foot down and just not perform. He did it at the last one at the nursery, and they were really shocked. And that's when they, the teachers pulled me to the side and said, "We have never seen this behaviour before. There's something about you being there." And we were in the front that time, so who knows? There's, there's, it's just really weird. I was more surprised at the fact that people were, you know, stopping us and messaging us to say Augie was exceptional. If you saw him today, that, that 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 is not the case. I love it. So, He's such a diva. So it's quite. It was quite. He looked really, really beautiful. I'm he, sure. He had lovely wings and thing, and he's got you know that sort of cherubin. Is it cherubin hair? Um, he looked lovely, but no, awful, just awful. So really, will you really have quite a quiet miserable. Uh, he was so upset afterwards. He didn't want to. He wanted to come home. So how will you? So do you know what? It later? So my wedding partner promised him bubblegum after school. What? Yeah. Less said about that, the better. That's how she dealt with that situation because he wouldn't go in and the teacher was really stressed and sort of going, you have to come in now, we haven't got enough teachers inside. And he was just panicking. He knew, you know, obviously he wasn't happy with his behaviour. So will you have a word with him now or are you just going to give him bubblegum? No, I I will absolutely have a word with him and the willing partner will give him bubblegum. You know, yin and yang. I went to Stockholm last weekend. How was it? What? How was it? Now, I tell you two things I noticed. We went, we arrived at a sort of early lunchtime on Saturday. We were on that 7 a.m. flight from Heathrow. It was all so civilised because obviously going through with hand luggage, zipping through T5, Heathrow, get there, 20 minutes on a train, you're in the middle of Stockholm. Amazing. Got there at lunchtime having not slept. 
But it was so, I noticed two things. First of all, I noticed that there wasn't much of a disparity between drinks in the UK and drinks in Stockholm, really. In terms of pricing? Yeah, really. Because that's the thing I did tell Shirley, wait for the price shock. I Maybe mean, we've just caught up. I think we it, have. There was a real disparity. It, it was like the difference between... But when did you go? £7 a pint, £15 a pint. No. I went you, before the children. Okay, so, but uh, you know, a pint now is nearly 10 quid in a pub. Nine something, eight something, eight, nine. But you listen, we had a couple of glasses of wine on Saturday with some lunch and they were eight quid, which is fine, eight, nine quid. In the evening, a bottle of wine was a hundred quid, but fine. I mean, you know, we didn't have many. Is, is a bottle of wine for a hundred quid fine? No, it was, no, when I say a hundred, it was 80, it was 80 pounds, but it wasn't the house. It was a couple down and it was absolutely delicious. Listen, all I'm saying is <coughs> I noticed that there wasn't much of a disparity in price. We ate very well. And another thing I noticed, Shirley... Was that, um, I'm just, just noticing Shelley's anus hole on the table, that's fine. Um, <laughs> just, I'm just touching the anus hole too, that's fine. Um, it's for a prop. It's for a prop, don't just, whatever. Don't just, don't just show me up, embarrass me. They come and go. There were lots of dads out, lots of dads out with their babies. Oh, yeah. No, I, it's yeah. so funny, as I said to Nick, where are, where are all the it's women? They're amazing. indoors. So, uh, yeah, I had the same. So, so you many. these young dads with their babies, babies. in their they're just out because of the whole setup, the system it's, there. It, I they said. get paternity leave, equal paternity leave, or you can share it between I them. I couldn't believe how they, many dads. Um, so, it really, you really can share it. The workplace looks after, you know, fathers and mothers in the same way. It really is. The Scandinavians have got it right. They really have. So, there were lots of dads out, but also lots of dads with their with his parents. So we, we, my husband made us walk from the train station to the hotel, which to be fair, wasn't far, but it was still 25 minutes in the snow. It was really snowing. Anyway, and I just noticed <laughs> on the way, there were lots of families going out for lunch and having walks and it was all lovely, you know, but these fathers are pushing buggies, tiny buggies and they're his, with his parents. Now the question on all our lips, mm. did you manage to get some cutie time with your husband? Yeah, we did. You know to me. Oh, um, think about the bum. <laughs> Did we manage? I keep getting these. I hate this phone. Did we manage to well, have some intimate time? It's time it with was one another. A couple of hot moments. We had a couple of hot moments. Enough. It's enough now because then, because if you're not going to do it on these occasions, then when are you going to do it? Oh, absolutely, Shirley. You have to do it when the kids are away, you're on holiday. There's absolutely no. Shirley excuse. only puts out the major Christian holidays, she tells me. And no, and I don't mind Yom Kippur and I don't mind Diwali. But not both. Not both. One or other. Yeah, no, I completely understand. Yeah, it was really nice also because we went out clubbing. After our huge seafood meal, we met with friends who live out there. Obs, you know, people everywhere. They were then going clubbing. It was Nick's friend's girlfriend's birthday, so we ended up going clubbing. So we went to a club which used to be a library called Biblioteca. Oh, of course. And it was very funky. And it was... That's when the drinks were What was the average age? Oh, that's funny. It's funny you ask. Because actually... Sometimes we thought we were really old upstairs and we go downstairs and everyone's in their 50s. So actually it was fine. Okay. Good. And they have a very good cloakroom system. Just saying. It was quick, it was efficient and it worked. I really enjoyed Stockholm and it was nice to get away, you know, this time of year. Festive. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. So while you were in Stockholm, yeah. we did various Christmas activities, one of which standout was the whippersnappers um winter wonderland in dulwich it's kind of an immersive event so you go in and you know you're taken through to uh santa's sleigh and there's sort of fake carrots and mince pies and hot chocolates 
and yes it's absolutely fine and then you go through to another room and you watch a a video and you get given popcorn it's like a cinema and it's a sort of elf doing a quiz and everything and it was at the quiz at this particular section that we were introduced to two of the children who then became a sort of permanent feature throughout his name was Archimedes and his sister was Antigone Uh, and I kid you not the mother had a third child in her pouch pouch, (laughs) Aristotle so Archimedes, you know, the, the elves kept on asking, and what is your name? And it's like, Arch- Archimedes. And you're sorry? Archimedes. And he's just, and I go, wow, okay. So, um, Such a difficult name to pull off. Yeah. We go into another section where um, it's, oh, he was volunteering himself for everything. So someone had to come up and wrap a present. Archimedes went up and Tigany joined. And then we went into another little room and it's a sort of band. It's really cool. You all sit, sit around in the circle and, you know, we pick a song and we all take instruments. Someone has to be the lead singer. Archimedes puts his hand up. How old is Archimedes? He was too old to be there. It's for three to seven year olds, and like he was he was eight nine at least. And he gets up and he's on the mic and he's tapping it two 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 two. He goes two 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 two. He goes, it's not on, it's not on. And the elf was like, it is on. And he's like, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Can I have more guitar? And he was just such an asshole. Then we go into another he section like where we meet um, Mrs. Claus, who I don't know where she was from because usually I'm quite good with accents, but this one absolutely threw me. She was tattooed up both arms, up her whole neck. She, Hello, I am Mrs. Close, which means I am married to Saint Nick. Who have we got here today? And we're sitting on a long table and everyone's got gingerbread where they're cooking fresh in the kitchen gingerbread and you have uh, little pieces that you make the buttons in the mouth, you know, little sweets. So everyone sits there. Obviously, my daughter just eats the gingerbread. And she goes, who have we got here today? And then... Archimedes and she like, oh, oh, no. sorry. I would have said, no, no, you got to leave. I would have gone mad by now. <coughs> I would have said, is this guy for fucking real? She goes, sorry, what was that? And she, Archimedes, oh, Archimedes, this is strange. Name, very nice. <sighs> and he's writing it on his ginger. We had to write it on the thing and his name's trailing off because there's not enough space. And I thought, what's his mum up to? I kept on looking at her to catch her eyes up to say, what are you up to? Archimedes, Antigone and Aristotle, like, what are you up to? I thought they were a different family, and I realised, no, of course they're all related. Anyway, and then you go through to see Santa Claus, and you get a present. And then you go to a shop, and you get your cookies, and you go home. It's really nice for the kids. Like, it's, it's really It cute. sounds like a lot. It's it a sounds lot. like a it lot. a lot. And it sounds like, I don't know, you know, the sort of the, the people it's bringing to, you know, their audience, their demographic. It feels like I could do it without <laughs> So um, where was it? In Dulwich Park. Oh, I see, okay. In a little, they've got a sort of, uh, I think it's a little church holy thing anyway that they rent and you know you can imagine it's one of these theatre groups there's so that... much going on at Christmas at the moment for children isn't there I just got a message from my sister-in-law saying that she's going up to um, Fortnum and Mason's where they've got dancing Christmas puddings I don't, I don't know what that means which is <laughs> I would love to see she's doing the Stickman the show and then dancing Christmas puddings I mean that is a lovely day out for a two-year-old isn't it bloody hell <laughs> The problem is, is that it's, they don't, well, they do care, but, you know, for what, they're 15 minutes of, you know, fun. You're, I don't know about you, but I am schlepping from here to there, hither to thither, getting them from, and it's a lot of work. And then, I don't know about yours, but mine always complain, I don't want to go, I just want to stay here, and then they get there, I don't want to leave. It's hard work. I went to a two-year-old's birthday party this week, and it was a very tight, it was meant to be an hour and 10 minutes, that hour and 10 minutes, because of the traffic, turned into 45, 50 minutes. And they had six kids over. Everyone came from school in my friend's house, which is absolutely stunning in Wandsworth, made out of glass. She had this entertainer over. He 
was on the guitar. He was so good. And she sort of, she got loads of um, pillows. And it was amazing. She had her housekeeper who was giving people, you know, all the kids snacks and juices. It was great. <coughs> and then he wanted to sing Jingle Bells, Should Be Coming Around the Mountain. No, all the four, five-year-olds wanted, um, what's it called? I like to move it, move it. Yeah, I love like, it. They love it. So he was doing really, really well. Anyway, I had to look at my clock because I was going to the screen. I was going to a screening of the Crown. You see, it started at seven. The Royal Festival Hall, and I cannot believe I was. I was so hot and sweaty trying to get my kids out. I literally would pick one out, get him to the door, then he'd run away. Then I'd get the other one. Come on now, you're the old one. Come on, please. I put so much pressure on the old one. Please, please help, help me. me, help me. Anyway, he was actually really good because she gave them both presents, leaving presents like um, favors. No, these pro- the presents she gave my kids were better than the present I bought her son whose birthday it was. I was so embarrassed. I thought not even a party bag, it was a proper gift. Uh, yeah. But it really it sort of, you know, it you know, it helped getting the kids into the car. But I'm just saying it's sort of a bit over the top these kids activities. I'm finding them so, slightly overwhelming and we haven't even started doing Santa tomorrow. We're going to see Santa tomorrow, aren't we? No, I know. In Santa the physic garden. My, yeah. Oh, my son has already clocked onto the fact that these aren't real Santas. Everyone dresses up. And I don't say anything. I go, yeah, of course, they're not real Santas. They're dressing up and they're putting on a play for us. Great. I don't, I don't. I'll, I'll stick to the same story because he asked me questions. And I said, shh, not now. Mummy's driving. <laughs> do you want to tell them about your ankles? I'm not sure that I do. It really made me laugh. So we're walking from the car. Shirley and I and our friend David, who went to Madonna together, we were late because Shirley was eating crisps. So she took the wrong turning. <laughs> she took the wrong turning. So we ended up being late. It was we- horrible. I was in such a panic. Oh, it was awful. Just we drove. stuck on just dual carriageways and thick, thick traffic. We needed to go through the Blackwell Tunnel anyway. We went and ended up in Stratford. But as we got out of the car, we were so late and it was so cold. And it was that air that was sort of like, you know, you talk and it's, you, know, you can just I see your breath. I couldn't stop coughing. I just couldn't stop. I know, it's awful. Then I told them, I said, you know, and we were talking about ailments and getting old and isn't it awful? Oh, yeah. And I said, you want to hear awful? I said, I got cankle sores recently. I mean, they've only just gone. And they were both sort of a bit bemused. What what are cankle sores? Well, it's, you know, it's, 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 they're sort of, you know, when you see those very old sort of unwell people and they've got uh, for some reason their lower leg can be the same the lower leg is sort of ballooned out and it's purple and red and sort of cracking and it's sort of seeping over there that is not what you had no 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 it's not what i I had no i no i'm not quite there yet that's sort of uh, elephantite over the lower leg but what they get around there because i think the circulation is so bad is they then get these sort of sores I, I always see those I, legs and those feet and I go, oh dear, we've it, it's gone too far. I think what you've done is probably worn a pair of tight socks. I think that's all your problem is and you're just dressing no, up No, they were all, else. they were sores, they were itchy and they were red. They were, so, much, so the winning partner said, you've got to go to the doctor for those. So what are you doing? What have you put? E45? No, no, I've just put some E45 and it's gone. I'm not, I can't be at the doctors every day because I, I feel as though I am. Just but, go, I've got cankle sores. Who gives a shit? People are dying. <laughs> I don't care. They're just itchy and uncomfortable and also just a bit like, oh my gosh. It's happening, you know, and I think it's my, yeah, so I, I think it's circulation. It's a very cold time. Well, it's actually not that cold at the moment. It's quite balmy in comparison to Stockholm. But no, I suppose the weather, the change in weather probably is not great. I mean, you didn't need to really hear about my cankle sores, but they've gone now, thank goodness. And we're just dealing with the hemorrhoids now. That's what we're that's really fine. there. It's fine. Winner, winner. I've got a whole weekend of being fed. 
don't need to cook a meal because I'm on. I do the weekends. Winning partner cooks in the week. I do the weekends. Oh, I do the weekends. Gosh, you have it easy. And um, well, we get Nana Tonda on a Monday, so she's just got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and I know she's got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But I know I've got Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But also on the whole, she drinks. But you also do lunches as well. Yeah, we do lunches. Yeah, that's kind of so she does lunch and dinner. And I do lunches when she only does lunches when you're here because I can't do it because we're working. But normally, do you do lunches? Oh yeah, we share it. I have to say, it's a very very. I never have lunch. I mean, if I'm at home, I'll have a boiled egg, maybe a scrap of bread. Occasionally, I'll you know. Yeah, I just don't. So we're not getting a hot meal today because what? uh, Because my um, she's on the phone. Yeah, my nephew is um out today so I can, I've got I can her, see her I can see her yeah but she'll rest. be going out for lunch oh my god and so I've got her some nice um fresh bagels and really nice smoked salmon and cream oh, cheese I know I, it's a cold lunch I'm not interested either but... I am joking listen I didn't even expect to be fed um so yeah winner winner I'm being fed tonight by the Brazilians Saturday night by our uh, American friend yeah who will do a porchetta with all the trimmings and it will be amazing and I'm so excited. And then then Sunday, I'm being kicked for as well by um, friends up the road. So I'm just delighted. I'm a bit worried about your salt intake, but especially with that porchetta. Last time you had porchetta that he served, you went dead. Sorry, I said porchetta and it should be porchetta. That's why she's laughing at me. Last Last time you had some of this porchetta, you actually lost your hearing. That's how much salt you had. Do you remember? It's true. But it was, but it was worth it. I think so. It was a Mexican feast. No, he is the most amazing cook ever, but salt, yes, please. I mean, it's just... Oh, over everything. It just like he... I don't know what salt he uses. It's not molding. It's like clumps, just like like balls of salt. Yeah. But we look forward to it, as to our children. <laughs> Good luck to us. Winner-winner? My winner-winner. I guess, listen, let's just keep things simple. I guess my winner-winner is the fact that we've managed to send a... Um, wheel out of our show with subtitles which I know it's the small things in life but really it's the first time ever we've managed to do that I mean we've been on the circuit I think since well it's 16 years 16 years and we are so slow but we managed to send out a yeah a post with with we've been talking about it for at least seven years so well done us it's just the small things in life but it makes a difference and it does and people are responding well because you know it's it's what the people want. Absolutely, they? absolutely. They're duck. Please. Okay, we it won't. Just goes we won't even. Saying. It just goes without saying. All I can see is, and it's quite exciting at the same time. Between now and Christmas, it's going to fly by, which is why I'm just. I went to the shop. So, as some of you may know, my son's school is right behind Peter Jones on Pavilion Road, and all these mums were complaining that they were queuing for half an hour in Peter Jones to try and get something, or the White Company, which is just next door. The, the shops are absolutely heaving. What do you do? Do you do it online or? Um, I've done some locally here, uh, like the Secret Santas, and then, yeah, some online. Online, yeah. I've actually, you know, I've contacted the, of the Secret Santas. I've contacted a lot of the partners to say, what do they actually need? What would they like? Better. And then I get good steers and really lovely things. And instead of just buying, I'm not into buying shitty gifts shitty anymore. Gifts. I'm the same. No, I've never been into shitty gifts. I've never found them funny or, you know... No, who has the space all the time? Absolutely. <coughs> and the environment, all this plastic shite that just, you know, what happens? What happens and why? Absolutely not worth all it. All our toothbrushes we've ever had in our lives are there in, on a landfill. They're there. They're not recyclable. I'm, that's why the willing partner doesn't know, but part of her present, which is really unsexy, I know, is the Surrey electric te- toothbrush, which is the first recyclable electric toothbrush. I'm sure, love that. Um, yeah, but it's a bit like, mm, no, thanks. But they're expensive, obvs. But, um, yeah. 
and all, every single toothbrush we've ever used is out there in the landfill. Well, listen, I've just told my husband that I just want bins for the bathroom and bins for downstairs, so he's just going to buy me bins. Can't wait. And that is unsexy. That is the most unsexy present you can ever buy your wife. It keeps her happy. Okay, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Tune Out. Thank you. Um, we're nearly there, guys. We haven't stopped talking about Christmas and more next week. There's still a few tickets left. Ciao for now. Bye. You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson. Produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Bye.